Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's an ER nurse for the past four years. I'm so glad to welcome and introduce Kim Darbo. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so elated to talk to you and discuss more about your profession. So let's just get straight to it and let me ask you, uh, what exactly is it that motivated you to become a nurse? Yeah, so um, it's funny because I don't have like a specific like story where like a family member or anything got sick, but from a very young age, I just really knew that I wanted to do a profession where it fit my personality. And my personality has always been like a kind, caring, nurturing spirit. And so I just felt like nursing would be the perfect career choice for me. So when I graduated uh, from high school, I did my prerequisites to do nursing. And then when I actually graduated, um, I ended up loving the career. So I was happy that <laughs> my uh, my assessment about that was right. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, it's great that you pursued something that you knew yourself, you knew what your personality was, and you really knew that you're going to outshine in this field. So it's good that you followed your dreams. Thank um, you. Moving on, um, what does a day in your life look like, especially in the ER? How is it? How does it exactly work? Yeah, so it's very busy, as you can imagine. Um, the ERs in general are typically fast-paced. So um, our ratios in my hospital are about three to four patients per nurse um, of different acuity types. Sometimes you get more sicker, just depending upon like um, how the flow of the day is going or what type of patients are coming into your ER. But basically, you start off with, we do a lot of blood work and blood draws, so you're doing a lot of that. So we do a ton of IVs, we're giving lots of medications, and depending upon how sick that patient is, they'll either be admitted to the hospital from your unit, or either they will be discharged if we get them well enough to go home, if they're feeling, if they're feeling up to that. Um, in terms of, like, the different tasks we do, too, as well, sometimes you get, you know, cardiac arrest patients, you'll get... Um, STEMI patients, which in that just means that a patient who has um, possibly a heart blockage or is having like a heart attack. Um, in addition to that, you also have something called cold sepsis, which is very popular in ERs as well. And basically what that means is that we're going to do interventions to help prevent this patient from um, basically having a blood infection within their um, bloodstream. And sometimes the patient may not have that going on, but if they have any type of symptoms that could indicate that that could possibly be going on, we would do interventions to help prevent that and um, basically stop that from happening. Yeah, I'm sure working in the ER must be a great uh, hustle for you. Uh, yes, yes. Coming in and going out and especially during COVID, has anything changed? for you? Yes. Yes. So definitely the value of the patients have changed. We get a lot more patients um, during this pandemic now than we did before. And so I feel like all hospitals in general across the country, especially in our ERs, are definitely feel a little bit overwhelmed. And it is uh, stressful. I feel like nursing in general can be stressful, but it is a little bit more stress just because you just have more patients. There's longer waits, you know, patients are frustrated, we're frustrated and different things of that nature. 
Yeah, I'm sure there must be a lot to deal with during this pandemic. Um, so I really respect all the nurses and doctors that were working really hard during this entire time. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. And uh, what did your educational journey look like to become a nurse? Yeah, so um, I initially actually started off at a community college when I graduated from high school. And so I started going to Perimeter College, now known as Georgia State. Um, and I was doing prerequisites there to actually get my associate's degree. Um, at the time, I really didn't even have a clue much about a bachelor's degree. So I was just thinking like, I just wanna get my nursing degree as fast as I can. So let me just do my associates. But once I realized that there one was a bachelor's degree available and also the different opportunities that it would provide me by having my bachelor's degree, I went for that. So soon after I started my journey at my community college, I did transfer to Chamberlain University um, which has a bachelor's degree program. And I started there. And once I did graduate, I got my bachelor's degree. Oh, all right. So um, you always knew that you wanted to become a nurse, like, and you followed the traditional path. So uh, it's really fascinating that since a young age, you always knew that you wanted to become a nurse. As I mentioned before, you knew your aspirations. Right, right. I definitely did. Um, you know, I think that a lot of people join nursing for different reasons. Sometimes they have like personal stories, but for me in my case, it was just like, you know, I felt like I would just be a good fit there and I would belong in the nursing field just because of the nature of how I am as a person. And in addition to that, I just felt like it was a great career because you can do so many different things. So if I get tired of ER, I can go do something else. And, you know, that's, I feel like that's the beauty of nursing. Like you can do so many different things within the field. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, when you became a nurse, was there any challenges that you faced initially? Sure, I think that adjusting as a new grad um, in your nursing world is definitely challenging. You know, you definitely question yourself a lot because you don't fully have that confidence yet. I think that when you graduate nursing school, you have a lot of um, textbook knowledge, but when you actually graduate, it's different actually putting those skills into action. And especially when you don't, um, you're not perfecting those skills uh, in the beginning, which is very normal because you're a new nurse. You know, no one's expecting you to be perfect at everything. But uh, one of my always challenging things when I first started as a nurse was definitely doing um, IVs. So, you know, I just was like really disappointed about how, <laughs> how long like it was taking me to really catch on. But, you know, now four years in, that's like the least of my worries. You know, if anything, you get better with time and experience. So it's just one of those things where you have to just keep working at it. And then eventually, you know, you're gonna be a pro at it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And over time, did you notice any uh, technological advancements or did you have to learn anything new? Um, yeah, we definitely did. Um, when I first started at the hospital that I'm working at, we worked with LVAT patients. So I know every, R is, every ER is a little bit different, but basically what that means is that these are patients who have um, severe heart failure. And so their hearts are not sufficient in pumping the blood like it needs to. So basically um, an electronic type of device is implanted um, where their heart would normally be. And so that's something that I definitely had to get used to learning. And that was a pretty cool uh, technological advancement um, that they offer patients who, um, like I said, have severe heart failure. Yeah, this whole journey must be um, learning for you, like uh, from the start <laughs> of your uh, university, even now, like who knows now in the future, there must be new technology exactly. advancements that will come in. 
Yes, yes. And it's exciting to see because a lot of those things are definitely, they try, I feel like a lot of the advancements are helping to make nursing more proficient and um, most importantly, helping um, better patient outcomes too. So I'm always on board for advancements that are going to help both the nurses, but also the patients too. Yeah, absolutely. And um, lastly, is there any advice that you would like to give to anyone that wants to become a nurse out there? Yes, definitely. I think that definitely prepare while you're in high school. So that way you can have the easiest transition into college and then um, ultimately throughout their nursing program, definitely learn to be organized, um, be prepared to study a lot, <laughs> don't cram for your exams, find people with similar um with similar aspirations as you. And what I mean by that is that maybe you have a friend who may not be in the nursing school program, but maybe you have a friend who's also trying to study to be in med school or some other type of profession where you know that you're putting your education as a priority, link up with those people because I feel like they will be good support people for you like when you are in the nursing program. Because sometimes um, when you are in this program, many people don't really understand like the rigorous activity of it. Um, both in and outside of school, like even with clinicals, it can be a lot. And so I feel like you can always have, when you have a great support system, it just helps make things so much better. And it helps you too, because on those tough days, you're gonna need somebody to lean on. Yeah, well, thank you for that awesome advice. I will definitely keep that in mind and I'm sure even the audience will. So um, that's it for today. Thank you so much for coming on. I had a really great time discussing this with you and getting your insights and opinions about your journey and your profession and your interests as well. So thank you so much for taking out your time and coming on my podcast. You're very welcome. And thank you so much for having me. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I appreciate you for having me on. Of course. Thank you so much. And to let all of you know, this podcast is now available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Make sure you subscribe to all platforms and stay tuned for more.